Hi all, just a quick update here from the Oxfordshire Recovery College. If you carry on listening, we have created the first Oxfordshire Recovery College podcast. So during these times, we wanted to still engage with you, our students, tutors and supporters. So that's why we've made a Recovery College podcast and we hope to continue with this as we move forward. You might also be somebody who's never been engaged with the Recovery College. So a big hello to you as well. And thank you for listening and taking forward listening to the podcast. I hope you learn something from this. And once we are back delivering our courses in person, maybe you'd also like to come along as well. So please share this as widely as possible. It's the first time that we've we've done this. And we've decided to cover a few topics for you. So we've done a quick update on the college for everybody who's involved. We've also looked at the five ways to well-being. Now, if the five ways to well-being is something new to you, please carry on listening. If it's not something that's new to you, please also carry on listening. Because hopefully, as we do at the college, it will be a shared learning environment for all of us and hopefully you can also input into this also and then finally also carry on listening because we didn't quite think through the cover situation it got quite warm in there but please bear with us and you'll see what I mean during the podcast we hope you enjoy Okay, so hello and welcome to the first ever Oxfordshire Recovery College podcast. I am joined here by two of um, my esteemed colleagues here at the Recovery College. I probably should introduce myself. I am Liam. I am the tutor coordinator at the college. I will go into what that is in just a minute or two, but I will firstly um, introduce both of our guests to the podcast. We also have Nell, Eleanor Boxall, and we have Peter, Peter Necker. So, Nell, do you want to say hello? Hi, everybody. My name's Nell. I'm college coordinator at Oxfordshire Recovery College. Fantastic. Thank you. And we also have Mr. Peter, Peter Necker on the line. Would you like to say hello? Hello. Hello. Hi. My name's Peter, Peter Necker. <laughs> two piece um, um i'm the man who runs forensic recovery college spoke fantastic so for those of you who, who aren't aware my role as tutor coordinator that means that i basically look after all of our tutors at the college so kind of all of their um kind of support that they need through courses and as well as that I do the the quality assurance function of the college and also I've had lots of students who've become tutors as well so I also train our um, students into becoming tutors um, and that's kind of a real overview of of my role. Nell what is it that you do in terms of your role? So as college coordinator I'm in charge of scheduling all the courses, um, so organising what courses that we run in which locations every term. And I also look after the student welfare side of things. So I work closely with 
um, our two student welfare tutors, Alice and Megan, um, just making sure that students are supported at all times um, from, you know, their their very first step into their journey with with the recovery college um, until they um, until they leave us at the end. Fantastic. And Peter, you've got quite a, a unique role at the college because you are also the forensic coordinator. So do you want to tell us a little bit about what forensic is um, and also what it is that, that your role entails? Hello. So um, like you said, my, my job is uh, coordinating the forensic scope of the college which is the forensic bit refers to uh, forensic mental health, uh, which are institutions in, in, uh, in Oxford uh, at, and uh, in Littlemore mainly. And uh, it, it... <laughs> are you under the covers? <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, I've got to add here, listeners, that um, basically we're all sat under our bed covers because we've been told that it's the best thing for the sound. So I've ever so slightly put Peter off by putting myself <laughs> under my bed covers. Um, so apologies, Peter. So I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you carry on with explaining about about the forensic spoke. I'm not sure I can. I think I need to go and look for a duvet. He needs to go and look for his duvet. <laughs> We're going to let Peter go and look for his, his duvet, guys. So I hope you got a, a, a good overview there. So the, the forensic spoke, we've, it's been going for about 18 months now. And basically, we just take our courses over into um, the forensic mental health hospitals, both at, at Littlemore, Aylesbury and Milton Keynes. Um, and it's a, it's a really good chance because there are people in, in, in those um hospitals who aren't able to get out they can we go to them and they can just be as involved in 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 the college and everybody is is just a student as we all are I, i'm a student myself as are, are peter and Nell also um so the whole point of this podcast really is that obviously that the college at the moment isn't functioning in the kind of physical realm um but we do want to obviously get our students involved and, and still speak to our students in in some kind of way. So we have decided um, to to create this podcast. Um, we're very aware that there's lots of information and different things happening in the world at the moment. And we just wanted to do it slightly differently. So we want to to make people aware of um sort of the, the, the things that you can be doing at the moment to, to safeguard your own mental health um, and kind of sharing some tips that possibly we've used or things that we have come across. Um, and, and the real main message is that we want to keep this upbeat. We want it to be positive because actually we think it, it really is a, um, a, a positive time because as a college, we can look at trying to expand how we in in sort of communicate with with our students more more widely um so peter have you managed to find your bed sheet this is the main main question i am i'm a i'm a first class uh ghost now <laughs> <laughs> fantastic i think i think you said it better than me uh, uh like you i think you summarized well uh what we do is in a forensic, we bring the the foreign uh, bring the recovery college courses into the forensic environment for people who cannot access them in the community, and with some slight adjustments, we 
tend to run the same courses. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, that's that's really good to hear. And obviously, I know our, our listeners, um, we, we have given quite a long intro there, guys. But what we would um, like to talk about in, in the podcast um, is just ways that, w- that we can kind of help um, over the, the coming um, period. So one of the things that both Nell, um, Peter and I were discussing um, on the podcast was the five ways to well-being um, and it's one of the things that we thought we, we could share with with you guys so for those of you who aren't aware of, of the five ways to well-being um, the five ways to well-being um, basically shares its history in um, your five fruit and veg a day and basically what the government were trying to do about 15 years ago was find out you know what is it that actually makes up our well-being you know what keeps us us going on on a day-to-day basis and a bit like the the five fruit and veg a a day they did a lot of research into this and found out the key aspects of well-being are connection activity taking notice learning uh, and giving Uh, and really what the theory is is that a number of us are are doing these things anyway but often we we don't necessarily know that we are doing it or often they're the first things that actually go when we are starting to struggle so for example it might be that you know often you would you would do a walk um maybe every day but if you do start to struggle with your mental health that might be in the thing that goes immediately um, and you really start to struggle a little bit more. But what you haven't necessarily realised is that going for that walk is absolutely key to your well-being. Um, so really, it's these things that, that very much keep all of us on top of our own mental health. And it's just about realising that these five key ways to well-being really help all of us um, sort of keep well and, and keep healthy and a quick disclaimer here it doesn't mean you have to be doing all of them you can do a range of them you don't even necessarily have to change what you're doing already it's just recognizing that actually these are really key to you maintaining your well-being on a day-to-day basis which obviously in the current situation is is going to be quite quite key for for a number of us so um for, for those of you who don't know, I'll just quickly again run through what they are. So we've got connect, we've got be active, we've got take notice, we've got keep learning and we've got give. So what I was thinking of doing with both Peter and Nell is seeing if we can sort of just have a, a think about what are the things that possibly we've been doing or things that, that we, we could be doing to maintain those five ways to well-being so possibly if i start with with connect and go to now so what have you been doing or what could you think or what do you think we could be doing to to connect at this time now so what i've been doing to to try and feel more connected so obviously we can't go outside and and meet people as we might have done before or invite people around to to wherever we live Um, So what I've started to do actually last night, I began a list of I think it was about 10, five or 10 people that I thought I haven't actually spoken to these people in a while. They might be friends. They might be family members who who live a little bit further away. And I thought, actually, now is the perfect time 
to reconnect with these people. So one a day I'm going to I'm going to aim for. I'm just going to ring up one of my friends or, or family members um, and just check in with them, have a catch up, see how they're doing, see how their day's been. Um, and I'm going to try, as I said, to aim, you know, to, to connect with someone at least once a day um, just to keep that interaction going. And um, even doing stuff like the podcast already, I'm feeling, you know, more connected that actually, than actually I have been doing for a while. So, um, yeah, just just speaking to people, whether it's a phone call, whether it's Skype, whether it's just a text message or something like that, um, I think it's a great way of, of saying connected and actually letter writing as well I haven't written a letter in ages and you know I I do actually find so much pleasure in that just writing stuff down so I think I'll probably add that to the list as well get the diary out and and start writing letters to other people too fantastic so a really really good really good list there list there now of of different things that that you could do and 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 thoughts that that you've had so Peter, before we move on to, to be active, have you got anything you think you could um, you could add to the connection point? I think Nell's list was brilliant. And um, uh, I have to say that for me, connected, connecting with you two guys today as well uh, was was really beneficial. Mm. Um, and um, other than that, uh, I've printed out uh, posters that I've created and, 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 and tried to reach out to my neighbours. With, mm. offer, with offer of help um and i think that's something that everybody can do or all the listeners could do sort of take a note well connected with the people who who they haven't talked to for a while or didn't didn't pay attention to yeah mm. and see whether they can draw some positivity from them and offer uh, offer offer some positive vibes to to, to people around them as well uh, absolutely i think certainly that sense of community at the moment we're, we're all very much in the same boat at the moment which means you know it probably is going to make it far easier whether it be 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 sort of neighbors or friends sort of close or, or further afield at least everybody is in the same boat and, and should be um i suppose free and, and able to talk um, possibly a little bit more than than in a usual scenario so peter we mm-hmm. are now going to move on to, um, so firstly, but both of you, I'd just like to say thank you. I think we had a really good list there for, for Connect. Um, but I'm now going to go to Peter to look at Be yep. Active. So, Pete, what have, what, what's your thoughts either so far that you've either done or things that you think you could be doing um, in terms of Be Active? I have been training lately and uh, and start doing some some running and uh, uh, and a little bit of swimming as well, which not uh, swimming might not be possible or it is not possible right now, but um, I think at the moment most of us can still go and uh, in the, in the park and and do. Uh, bit of a uh, bit of a running just keeping active mm. if not if not uh just a walk uh, i recommend early in the morning uh best thing to do if you are restricted and you cannot go out and cannot go for a walk there, there are ways you can you can uh, you can exercise in your in your home in your, in your home or in your environment and uh it's easy to look up simple exercises uh and uh just 
just get yourself going and I, and I, and, I, and I'm sure once you you build it into your daily routine you you will see the benefits of it um, physically and mentally and you're going to find it much easier from day to day uh, absolutely I think it's a really really good good point that Peter about how both both for physical and, and mental it's it's great and it does actually um, I'm sure you can can talk us through this but obviously I'm aware that it does um, by doing physical exercise does release things in the brain doesn't it um, it absolutely does yeah and um, I think in the in the future episodes it would be it might be good to interview someone who who is a fitness and health instructor and, and might be able to offer some some good insight and and maybe guide us through some exercise absolutely i think that's certainly a great idea for for a future podcast and yeah it's very much it so in in terms of um the brain there's there's a number of chemicals that are released um which which kind of uh, uh, are kind of they're almost called like happiness chemicals um which, which basically um in, help to increase your well-being um i'm i'm looking for one of my two endorphins? esteemed colleagues because i'm sat endorphins, endorphins. That's the one. <laughs> it, it was one of those words that was on the tip of my tongue and it wasn't coming out you so, sounded um, so confident so i didn't think you needed any help yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i love it so it, re- it releases those endorphins um and it's huge both for your for your physical and mental well-being so just Nell, on on that point be- before we go thank you peter for, for obviously covering that Nell, can you think of any other kind of the active things that that you've either been doing or, or, or could make our listeners aware of yeah so I mean I'm 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 a person that kind of needs routine so what I've been doing um every morning I've kind of been replicating or trying to my commute to work um I normal cycle normally cycle into work it takes about 20 minutes so um yeah for the past few mornings I've been going for a cycle down the canal um which has been really beautiful but I appreciate that not everyone will have a bike. So instead, a couple of things I've been doing in the evening is just having a look on the internet, as Peter said, um, and just looking up some some exercises and some exercise videos. I did one last night, which was brilliant. Um, actually got a real sweat on. Um, and there's also some really good yoga videos out there as well and some meditation videos, um, which I click on. And they're, they're anything from kind of five minutes to 45 minutes, depending on, on what you feel up to. And, you know, they are for absolute beginners, such as myself. Um, and, uh, yeah, as well as kind of running around, I also find keeping still and just, you know, a bit of meditation or yoga also really does help me. Um, and it, it particularly has helped, you know, over the past few few days um when we haven't been able to to get out as much as we we'd like to really absolutely and i think that's a really key point there might be a couple of people listening to this who go who are saying well i can't get out on my bike i can't go for a run you know there's i think picking up on what both nell and peter have both said there are a number of other ways whether you're you're inside for whatever reason that may be you know, use YouTube, use these different things that we've got now. There's so many exercise videos out there, you know, that some of them are a little bit sort of 1980s in nature, um, but it still doesn't mean that they're not relevant, you know. Um, so I can certainly share my, my partner has been doing an exercise video every single morning where the stretches, 
different sort of activities that you can do even just silly like it might sound silly but even things like just walking up and down your stairs 10 20 times um at the moment i'm sure most people have an abundance of cans in the house you don't need to have specialist kind of equipment in terms of lifting equipment just two cans and doing a couple of exercises with your arms again just exercises your arms out and it, and it releases these endorphins. There's a number of different ways um, that this can be done. Or, you know, obviously be careful, depending if you've got on, in any underlying health conditions. But, you know, doing press-ups, sit-ups, um, have a little Google, because there's so many different exercises that you can do just, just, just within your house. So I think we've got a really great list there, guys. I really, really appreciate you you offering those tips but we will now move on to take notice so for take notice i'm going to go back to nell to give us a bit of a lowdown as to what she's been doing yeah well first of all i'm taking notice of how warm i am right now is anyone feeling the same under these duvets i am I, suffocating I, <laughs> I feel like i'm bright red but but luckily no one listening can see this um but this I mean, got a flaw, just, isn't it? <laughs> even just saying stuff like that, like it's I found I've I've been taking a lot more notice of of how I'm feeling um, kind of day to day and, and which things have really helped me and which things actually might make me feel um, a little more anxious. So I've started as, as part of my routine um in the morning actually to to put the kettle on, make a cup of tea um, and go out and go and sit outside um my dog comes and joins me um and i just sit sit on the step um outside our back door um and just have my cup of tea on the step for for about kind of 5 10 minutes or so depending you know how windy it is outside um but the past couple of mornings have actually been really beautiful and by just taking that you know 5 10 minutes um it's really given me a space to kind of think have a look what's around me um, we've got a few daffodils popping up now we've got you know an absolutely tiny garden but I've already seen things kind of starting to blossom with the spring I can see trees in the distance with some buds on um, there's a big old magnolia next door looking absolutely beautiful and it's just you know really given me an appreciation particularly for for nature I think um, just taking notice of actually it's a really beautiful time of year um i mean thank goodness if i'm honest this didn't happen a couple of months ago when i barely could step outside the door without being blown off my bike um but you know spring is coming spring is on its way and nature it's doing its wonderful thing um and i think now more than ever is a real opportunity to kind of admire that and, and appreciate it absolutely absolutely and just that awareness of you know i think that's a really fair point that you've made is yes it's um uh, quite a challenging time in, in in the outside at the moment but you know look you know we are just well we're at the start of spring and, and there is you know still summer to look forward to and, and everywhere's in blossom and I've even seen you know from from places like Venice where they're saying you can now see you know through through into sort of clear water which is just phenomenal and and something that I, I'm just going to quickly come in for bring Pete on it as well is um, even just you know looking through looking through your phone looking through your, your your photos that you've maybe got on potentially social media or even saved on in terms of photos of of you know memories that you've got 
um, mm-hmm. where you've taken, you know, you might have gone to a gig or you might have gone to a sporting event or time with friends or on a night out um, when you've when you've gone um, for, for food, whatever it may be, or gone to a museum with friends or just even by yourself and gone, you know what, I've really enjoyed that. Have a look. Remind yourself of these memories. You know, even look Oops. on your walls. We've we've all got, fo- you know, most of us have got photos or a painting or a piece of art that we've done, and just remind mm-hmm. yourself of of what it was like to be in that 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 setting. Um, is certainly really key. And and I suppose I'm now going to hand over to 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 Peter when when Nan and I have possibly given quite a good overview. So, Pete, is is there anything that y- you want to add to take notice? I've got I've got very little to add because because of your comprehensive list. But I I, I wanted to join you on uh, on on the, on going through your pictures. That's exactly what I did today, and I've but I've noticed that I have got a lot of time on my hand, and uh, and I look for the pictures that that we all accumulate and uh, yeah. and possibly never look at, and and like you said, just look and remind myself how how. Uh, how lucky I was to 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 be in certain places and uh, and and deleted also a lot of pictures. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's a task that we can all do to actually go for our. So it's a gift of time. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the gift of time to do these little do these little tasks that we've been meaning to do when when we've oh I haven't got enough time. Actually, there's there's so many things we could do now, isn't there? Really. There is, yeah. Everybody's got a big pile of books and uh, and the music that they can they can come back to. Absolutely. Well, Pete, actually, probably it's good good time to move on to our next one, and it's it's coming back round to you, and that is that is keep learning. Keep learning. Okay. Um, I have. Well, well, if I if I come back to the books, then uh, uh, just find something that you find interested in. That you find your in, that you might be interested in, and uh, and pick up a book, and you can start learning new skill. I have um, people might know I'll, I'll do a bit of a pottery, and uh, yesterday I have started to learn a new technique when you when you scratch into certain sur- surfaces of a pottery to create uh, to create a new design. Um, there are little bits that that everybody can do from home i think um i find books are really useful information uh, uh, sort of source of information and uh and well like we mentioned the internet i think most people will be able to look think look stuff up online absolutely absolutely use use those resources that 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 are out there and books and and obviously internet as well are a huge um a huge resource that 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 we 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 can use. Nell, have you got anything that you'd like to to add to what Peter was saying there? Yeah, so learning? I'm going to I'm going to go slightly left field and hopefully connect it with with um well the connect way to weight well-being. So I'm going to focus on recipes. So learning new recipes, maybe learning new techniques of of I don't know preparing food or something like that. So yesterday I found out that the the cafe um, that's opposite us is closing after twenty or so years, um, and so I went over just you know to say bye to everyone there, and I spoke to to the guy at the counter and I said you know actually your your coconut cakes 
have been some of my favourite things like over the past few years. Honestly, they are the most delicious things I've ever tasted. And I've always wondered what on earth he puts in them um, to make them taste so good. So I kind of asked, like, oh, you wouldn't mind sharing the recipe, would you? And so he got a pen out and literally took a napkin from the side and has written me down um, this recipe, this sacred recipe um, for these coconut cakes. And I, I was just... I was just so delighted and, and thought it was the most wonderful thing. So I've currently got a um, uh, a biro scribbled napkin um, pinned up to the fridge in my kitchen, um, ready to make these little coconut cakes. Um, but I thought, you know, that was a really good one for, for keep learning, but also connecting with people. Um, everyone's so keen to, Absolutely. to give, um, especially at, at this moment in time. Yeah, and the re- the recipes are a, a a great idea. One thing that um I'll quickly share on the recipe. I'm I'm quite like my cooking also, and it's it's quite key for me to look after my well being. Um, is one thing that I was doing now. It absolutely ch- changed my life. About two years ago, I learned how to cook fresh pasta. Um, so. I am pretty much very well. I'm disgusted actually with the the British public at the moment um, because all of the what I would term and I think yep. I might get some backlash from this awful yep. dried pasta <laughs> that you can get in the shops is is being bought up and I just think that's really really sad because fresh pasta is so easy to make. So if you are sat there really really concerned that you haven't been able to um buy yourself some of the what i'd call disgusting pasta in the shops make you some of your own it is so 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 easy um as long what as you kind of pasta are you, you making liam sorry to just just basic pasta not even any kind of funky um designs or anything like that peter all you need all you need is a kitchen work surface, some flour, which granted I know might be um, might be difficult at the moment, and some eggs. So it's roughly, if you've got a large egg, it's one large egg to 100 grams of flour. And basically mix all of these up. It'll take about two minutes in your mixing bowl. Do it with your hands. You don't need any fancy mixing equipment. And then pop it straight out onto your kitchen side with a little bit of flour on there. Knead it for, again, a minute or two. Um, and then what you do is you pop it either into your fridge, and or you don't have to pop it into the fridge. Um, you can pop it into the fridge for five, ten minutes or however long you need. Um, and then whenever it's ready, get a rolling pin. Um, or if you don't have a rolling pin, you could use like a, a bit of cling film rolled around its its tube or even a can. But obviously just give it a, a good wash off first and literally roll it out on your side until it's nice and flat. Get a, a pan of water boiling. Um, and as Peter just alluded to there, you don't have to worry about any shapes. Literally just grab yourself a knife and just cut whatever shapes you want. So I tend to do it like, is it is it tagliatelle, the one that's think, kind of like Yeah, strips? they're the flat strips. Um, the flat strips, yeah, I just tagliatelle, stick it in the old boiling pan of water. You'll know when it's done because it starts to rise to the top. Um, I always um, grab a fork and just, just quickly taste one of them. 
and it will absolutely change your world. And this is the best thing. If you make quite a big batch, you can literally just freeze it and pop it straight in the freezer. So you can either freeze the pizza, the pasta dough, or you can literally make the pasta and then pop it into, into the freezer. Um, and then just use it whenever you need. So absolute abomination that everybody's buying this dry mm. pasta. Make your own. It's the easiest recipe and it's so incredibly tasty I was, I was, also. I was going to ask about what sauces if you wanted... then, but I thought, I thought we better not open up that kind of worms. Maybe we, maybe we do how to make your own pesto no, you, on, you... on episode four <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, poss- possible. Absolutely. I know on the food and... On the food and well-being course, I know that recently, Peter, actually, you can probably talk to this. You, you did a, a learn yes. how to make your own pesto in forensic, didn't you? We did. It was it was very very popular. I think we changed the recipe from uh, from uh, making your own falafel to making your own pesto, and uh, it was it was rather successful. It, it's it's very simple, very easy. Uh, I can tell you, you need uh, you need garlic and uh, basil. And uh, and olive oil, blend it all together. Some garlic, um, yeah. But I think we can we can we can do a nice cooking podcast later on. I think I think that can definitely be a later podcast for the recovery college. I think definitely. I think there's quite a few themes that we could pick off. We've already got potentially doing some more kind of a physical podcast and one that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe we could do a, a podcast on each of the five ways to well-being. Yeah. This, I suppose, is just an overview. Uh, I um, thought so, yeah. Before we go, guys, I've got a little game for us because we all, I think in every household or every room up and down the country, everybody always has books on their bookshelf. Um, so that probably are just gathering dust, to be perfectly honest. So my game is... What does Nell, Liam and Peter have on their bookshelves? So what are the three books that you that first catch your eye on your bookshelves? Okay, let Shall me I go to Nell first? I'll peel off my blanket. <laughs> so I can see I've got <laughs> Kingfisher Illustrated Encyclopedia of Animals. One of my childhood favourites. I think wow. there's a lot of pictures in there. I've got, what else have I got? I've got England's 100 best views. Sounds promising. Maybe for some walks in the future. And then I've got, oh, I've got one called mm-hmm. Nib and Ink, which looks like it's a modern modern calligraphy book. I think for, for 10 minutes or so, I, I thought getting into calligraphy was actually a really good idea. And then I got caught up in the rest of, of, of life. But actually, I'm just thinking on the spot now, a bit of calligraphy might not might not be a bad way to pass the time. Learn a new skill. Absolutely, that sounds really good. I know that's getting your your learning there as well. So thanks for that now. So Peter, what are your three? I have actually dust off some of my books yesterday because I had the same idea. I thought this is the best time to start reading and reading the books that that I always wanted to read and never had the time. Um. So I have uh, dust of my uh, sort of my uh, waiting for Godot by Samuel Beckett, which is a which is a which is a uh, theater play really. Uh, uh, I have got uh, 
love in times of cholera, <laughs> which I thought might be quite, <laughs> quite appropriate now. Positive on the podcast there, Peter. Positive. I, I think it is. I think it is positive. There's still love I'll let out you know there. when I finish reading it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brilliant. There is love. Yeah. And and I've got uh, a pottery book on on uh, high temperature glazes, which I think everybody <laughs> would find really interesting. And uh, it was a gift for me. And and, and uh, uh, I've always just uh, referred to certain pages that I needed to, but I think I might have time to actually read it all now. Fantastic. So there's a really good range there, Peter. There's there's things that you could just read purely for 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 pleasure, and and secondly, ones where you can be reading it, but also learning learning those new skills, which I think is great. And I, and I want to go back to one of the ones that Nell had as well, where she's saying about the the different views in and around um, the the UK. Again, okay, you might not be able to visit it at the moment, but you can plan for a, a trip, or even just again have a have a look at different views in and around the country. Yeah. Um, out of interest, sorry to interrupt. Uh, would you know uh, whether, whether the library services are, are open? Can you can you order a book online to have delivered? Maybe from the library. I'm, I think that's a really really good question there, Peter. But I think that's definitely something that mm. um, we can put out there to to everybody who's listening the podcast to to just check in again. Like not all services are closed. Um, so, so do get in contact, particularly you know, with, with your local library. I don't, I don't think, particularly in my area, which is is the Oxford area, they are at the moment. But again, it's just another reminder of of what services are out there, um, and certainly you can check. And obviously, a lot of libraries yeah. now have have online resources as well, mm-hmm. which is worth asking. I suppose I should I should finish off this game. So my three are the. Who's who of Middlesbrough Football Club? Um, yeah. So that'll be incredibly entertaining at some point. Yeah. Um, we've got the, the top 10 of everything oh. 2009. Um, so I can, I can go back in history to that. And one book that I really want to read, actually, is Bootham Crescent, A Second Home. <laughs> that is York City Football Club's ground that's about to be knocked down. It's, a, it's an old football ground that's been around since 1932. Um, so I definitely am going to be giving that a read um, through, the, through the coming weeks. So we've got a really comprehensive learn there. And just to finish us off, which I think we've done a little bit already, is now I'm going to swing back over to you. Give. To Good talk one about to give. I think, I mean, just giving your time, you know, what we're doing now, giving time to each other and and hopefully getting out this podcast to our listeners. You know, you can take so much pleasure from that. And I think it's really important to remember that give doesn't have to be associated with big presents or anything like that it's just you know giving someone a wave if you're passing them from a distance in the street you know giving someone a smile it really can make someone's day um and actually i've I've really noticed you know just walking down um the street this morning that that people were really looking at me in the eyes and kind of a smile kind of we're all in this together and we're going to be okay Uh, where I would have probably been one of those people that would have had their headphones stuck in, you know, eyes down on the ground and just, you know, plodding along to wherever I was going. So even just giving someone a smile or, or a nod, um, I think can really be huge and, and make their day. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just those really, really small gestures. And Peter, have you got, got any further um, gives that you can give to us? I would like to second what what, what Nell said. I, I was I was I was a bit surprised as well when I announced this uh, today, um, and I was a bit worried how people are going to react and and uh, whether whether in their panic yeah. they might sort of lose their humanity. But on the actually the opposite was true, like, like you said, Nell. I think people went the extra mile to to be to be kind. In 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 my experience today. To, mm. to to show that that you know like you said we are all in this together and 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 maybe with the extra gift mm. of kindness uh this miserable time might just be a bit more bearable for everybody so i would mm. say uh if everybody can keep doing that i think we all can be better off mm. absolutely I, I think that's 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 huge in terms of just that that smile and, and hopefully we've we've put a smile on, on one or two people's faces um but by doing this today i will also just give a quick shout out to um the oxford hub at the moment if you are in in the oxford area um are and, and there are other initiatives across other areas across oxfordshire um but within oxford area the oxford hub are um collating people who want to volunteer in a number of different ways so that could just be even checking in on people on the on the telephone or, or going collecting groceries for people at the moment and there is also links that i will include um on on the email which will be below how we send uh, the podcast out to a number of people um which is how you can get some help from the oxford hub as well if you are currently um self-isolating but uh, on that again it's it's in terms of give um you know just saying thank you to people as well um and and obviously you know if you've got loved ones or you are connecting with others it's, it's just you know say thank you tell people that, that that you love them for those who who are your loved ones and and we've we've all received a thank you in the past or or been told that that we're loved or really appreciated and and it really i know personally for me it goes a really long way um and i think at this this time that's really 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 heartening i mean i'll, I'll just be honest now with, with all of our listeners i've absolutely loved um having the last 42 minutes um chatting to two colleagues who i have so much time for and and i'm missing their their presence at the moment so i've personally taken a lot a lot from this podcast um i don't know if you how you two are both feeling yeah i'm feeling really hot under the cover (laughs) (laughs) i think i I think probably before we all um completely melt under these covers and maybe next time we do this we think of something slightly more breathable um (laughs) <laughs> that we should we should probably look to end it but i'd just again like to to reiterate to to everybody to you know stay safe that the college will be be back in the physical form very soon um and as soon as we've got any kind of updates of course you will be the first to know but in the meantime we are going to be doing these podcasts regularly and we've got a range of other things that that we're looking to to do um and as I say, we, we hope to, to, to see you all very, very soon. But if not, we will see you soon. 
Um, and thank you to, to both Nell and Peter for joining us. I don't know if you've got a quick message, Nell, um, Just before we go. Thank to you anybody. for listening, everyone. Um, you know, we're all in this situation together and we are going to get through it. Absolutely. And Peter, have you got anything to add? Uh, I would just quickly say um, nothing lasts forever. <laughs> Therefore, nothing. <laughs> oh, I killed it. No. <laughs> no, I think I think that's. I think that's I'm not getting under the It meant to be. <laughs> We have, we have, we have, <laughs> listeners, we've at least cheered <laughs> Nell up. So that is, that is a huge positive coming away from the podcast. Peter was, was giving a very poignant message there, which I completely <laughs> agree with, actually, that nothing does last forever. Um, Thank you, you saved we're, it. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to get through this, and we're going to get through this by staying connected with each other, which obviously we are we are going to do at the college um i'm gonna sign off now guys i'd like to say thank you for sticking with us for this first podcast hopefully we will we will make this better and better as 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 we go along um so thank you for listening to this and we will hopefully see you all soon We hope you enjoyed that first podcast by the Oxfordshire Recovery College. That was myself, Liam, Nell and Peter. We're hoping to do a few more of these and sort of play with it and find as best a format as we can moving forward. We're hoping to get another recording done this week. However, please like and share this podcast. If you do have comments as well, either email us back or comment on our Facebook page. We're also still waiting for a name. So if anybody has any suggestions for a name for the podcast, it's currently just Oxfordshire Recovery College podcast. But if you can think of of anything possibly more uplifting that we could have for the podcast name, that would be great. And please do share with us, particularly on, on social media, if that's how you feel comfortable, how you've been looking after your own well-being during these times. Obviously, as a college, we are a shared learning environment and we want to be able to share and hear with as many people as possible about how you've been looking after your well-being. It could be one of the five ways to well-being. That would be great if you could put the five ways that you've been doing it. Each covering, connect, be active, take notice, keep learning and give. If there's other things that we haven't thought about, again, please just let us know. Thank you again for listening and we hope to be with you a little later on this week.